You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to the Grolix Podcast or Grolix Nights. Same thing. Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's the live show. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. And I'm Jesse. How's it going, everybody? We're back. We're here. And we're pretty yeah. much pretty close to right on time. Kind of. Yeah. You know, it's usual. about 15 minutes late. Yeah. I'd say we're 15 minutes early. <laughs> it depends on your perspective. <laughs> Suddenly it makes sense why we're always starting the stream so late. Here's what's on the agenda. Last week we talked about a wonderful woman <laughs> or two. Who? So this week, that was so bad. So it this was, week. It was the, but the thing is, is that it was already perfect the way it was. Yeah. Mm, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't lie. Right. No, it's not even don't lie. It's it's got to be true. The truth. They didn't really talk about lying. It's just true. Garlic Knights podcasts. Yes. That's about <laughs> right. That's about right. So it's like a pole cat and the cat skills. So I believe it was Melanie last week at the mm-hmm. end of the episode or whenever came up with the idea. Okay, so for this week, let's flip it. Let's go the other way. Let's do less than wonderful women let's do evil women so tonight we're going to discuss some movies and tv shows and various things about villain women women villain villainous ladies chicks with ice picks as melanie said (laughs) yeah um and that's that's the main objective so hey what's going on with you two watched anything exciting lately Star Trek. Oh, you watched some Star Trek? Yeah, I finished up uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 3. I feel like I watched something before that, but that's the one that's sticking in my mind. It was all right. It was good. But I but I like Star Trek Discovery, and so your mileage may vary. There's plenty of people who hate it. Right. Hate it. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard uh, good things from you. places everywhere else not everywhere else like it's still going i don't think everybody hates it but i feel like there's a large portion of trekkies the hard the diehard that do not enjoy it they don't like it but i whatever that's Mm -hmm. right true of all things Mm -hmm. trekkies don't like all kinds of things i feel like this is a very low energy episode tonight. sorry (laughs) we're starting low yeah um, we're just building up. When you start low, you then go high. That's the expression. Is it? No. <laughs> okay. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's the opposite. It's like what it goes up must come down. Is that Sisyphus? Is that the one that pushes a boulder up a mountain? <laughs> that, it does feel. You know what? That does feel like Grolic's podcast. Uh, oftentimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, mythical or mythical. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. I actually haven't watched a whole lot. Melanie and I 
despite what we said last week, despite me saying I was never, I was not going to watch Cobra Kai with Melanie anymore because I didn't enjoy the experience. Did we talk about that on episode? I don't know, but a little bit because that was like the main thing I'd watch over the break. Well, Mm -hmm. we, I feel like maybe we only got one, maybe two episodes. We got a couple episodes in. We started season two, which actually I had yet to have started. I was right. waiting for it to hit it's Netflix. So solid, so. And now season three's out. So I was like, well, but we started watching it together. So I, I, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. I decided I could put up with Melanie's trashing it as we watch it. I can't help it. There's just that some people's faces I can't stand to look at. And I don't want to have to anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like that person. You know, Dimitri. Wait, who's Dimitri? I uh, he's the nerdy kid. Mm. Yelp review. Necromancer. No, he, he's not that. Not that face. It's a different face. I have I have weird face issues. Which ones, though? I want to know which which people. You don't um, have to remember their names. Just like, what are they? Who? What are their roles? Mostly, okay. Mo- mostly, it's. I want their names. <laughs> John is Johnny's son. I can't stand his face. Oh, like, wow. always, yeah, him. I can't stand his face. He always looks like he's trying not to smile, and I don't like it. I just want his. I don't like his face, and which means I don't like him. And I don't know what they're trying to do with him, but I'm like they're trying. I hope they're not trying to make me like him because I don't. <sighs> but I'm still in the beginning of whatever. I don't know. Maybe I will learn to love his face, but right now I can't stand it. You're gonna go on a journey with Robbie. Okay. It's still going. The journey's still still happening, but yeah. Is it? Never mind. Go ahead. I didn't watch anything except for Cobra Kai. Mm. Yeah, I watched Cobra Kai and then I watched a movie that I thought was going to be about bad women, but it wasn't about a bad or a bad woman. But it wasn't about a bad woman. It was like a, a, a self-defense woman. So you can watch it if you want. It was called weird with was it like revenge or something didn't you say yes it, it was called revenge it was called revenge but it was not revenge it was self-defense that's my whole that's that's my review of the movie oh okay that was on shutter right yes that was on shutter and i think that did the poster have like the neon text type look i don't remember but the chick had a big star she had like a gem earring in like a big giant star so i could be wrong oh. i feel like Sorry, Savannah. Yeah, I watched the Greasy Strangler too. I believe that is a Shutter original or something. I was just trying to point people to it because mm-hmm. that's such a generic title. But I've yes. kind of found that with Shutter, like they have, there's a bunch of Shutter like original films or at least films that they picked up for distribution mm-hmm. that have like very generic titles, and it's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. that's the one on Shutter. Uh, was it? I'm sorry. Was it good? It wasn't horrible. It was interesting, I suppose not necessarily very original or realistic but it was flashy there was a lot of blood and it was it was directed by a woman so that and it, it was better than one woman day before <laughs> <laughs> better than patty isn't That's she better. like isn't patty jenkins like oscar nominated or something <laughs> that's because they like so did you see that news they submitted wonder woman 1984 for everything well, of course they did. There's no competition. Right. It's one of the few movies that were made at the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay, so real quick, Paul had said he's he's watching. Oh, first, he said Robbie looks Robbie from Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai okay. looks like Sean from Boy Meets World. I'll take and I word. I will agree with that. He's got, and I wanted to comment on Robbie's on Robbie's face. I get it because that's his face. He was cast because he looks like the bully or the the jerk kid. He's got that face, and he has to know it. He's an he's actor. got kind of a like a like a punchable da- James Dean face. Like like <laughs> if you were James Dean, I would want to punch you. Right. It's and like a very young Dennis Hopper, but worse. I I feel like, I mean, he knows he knows that's what he looks like, right? Um, well, if he didn't before, he will. I feel that's what, like that's what cream does. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's like scientific reasons. Be like, well, his eyes are too small, and the placement's not—they're too close together or too far apart. Or not too CGI. Far. He, he and, actually is James Dean, and his angles <laughs> are too like. You know, I'm sure there's a scientific reason for why it's, it's called the Uncanny Valley. I think it's called uh, intuition. <laughs> And he's probably a D bag. Anyway, <laughs> that makes the D stands for dinosaur because he's a lizard man. <laughs> he's a lizard person. Bag. And so, <laughs> but I do appreciate that. I mean, we're at just at the beginning of season two, but they'd already kind of established by the end of season one, like he is a misdirect of a character. He's supposed to look like a jerk. He's like the jerky bad kid. But it's pretty clear they wanted to take him, you know, like he's not a bad kid. He's not, he's an all right guy. So, I mean, if you go by actions at, at this point, he's better than most of the other characters. He's a better dude than uh, cr- the Karate Kid. Karate Kid's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially he's, early season two. Yeah. I've, I feel like it's so far into the series, he's the most petty character. Oh, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, Paul, yeah. Paul also said he's watching A Team. Is that a new A Team? John Saxton guest starred in season one, so it's not brand new because John Saxton is not around. But okay, or is that old A Team? I don't know. I don't remember John Saxton, um, but I don't remember a whole lot of like A Team. That's a that's the kind of thing I'd have to revisit. Savannah says, for a long time, I couldn't stand Amy Poehler's face. I kind of still can't. She always looks like she's trying not to go to the bathroom or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> trying not to, yeah. Like, like so she's like, I'm smiling, but really, I gotta go. Anyway. I don't judge people by their looks. I'm not like that. I mean, if you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. Uh, Savannah also requested melanie um she mentioned uh talk about the greasy strangler Mm -hmm. that is another thing you watched yeah i watched it (laughs) (laughs) it was a movie it was a movie it was uh a lot of old um saggy man parts and flatulence and grease Lots of grease and a little bit of murder. It was probably not the worst. I mean, it was, I don't think it was as bad as of some movies I've watched in it, but I've watched some really bad movies, by the way. Um, <laughs> the, like, like zombie 
cows from space. I don't remember that one. You remember that one? It's like baby zombie cows. It, yeah, it was something about cow fetuses, zombified cow fetus. I don't know. It was yeah, I remember. It was something. Yeah. Like okay. Well, that was worse than the Grizzly Stripper. That's a very defeatist attitude. <laughs> so Melanie is being pretty kind with her review. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expose you, Melanie. You trashed this movie, kind of. <laughs> when Savannah's not around, you're not as kind with this movie because Savannah has been pimping this movie at us for months and like a year. I I, I feel like um, I watched the trailer. I can see what they're going for. It looks awful, but also like that's part of the point. And Melanie, you had mentioned something about it was like John Waters. John Waters, yeah, but not. But it was like John Waters and what was the other? Another weird. And I like weird. I do like weird. That's it was just that was just a little too much. <laughs> Sorry to sell you out. Sell oh, you out. well, Paul loves the Grizzly Strangler. I haven't watched it. I don't know. Yeah. But what did you watch? Or are we doing that yet? What have I watched? Man, I've played The Sims. I bought The Sims 4, and that's what I that's where I live now. Um, so let's talk for a second about The Sims 4. It's so <laughs> it's so irritating. This is like God, EA. And I know The Sims kind of does this, but and this is going to be anybody, anything new to people who have played The Sims 4 because it's been out for like seven years. The base game is so stripped down and kind of bare. Oh, yeah. They and did that on purpose. They totally did that on purpose because they sell expansion packs for $40 a pop. That's almost, that's the price of a new game. And they sell game packs, which are like stripped down expansion packs, less features for like, 20 bucks and then stuff packs which is just like a dozen items two dozen items some clothes something like that for like 10 bucks 15 bucks a piece mm -hmm. savannah asks yeah i'm playing on pc oh savannah also said melanie had me start legion and let me say i'm excited about audrey plaza and uh jermaine clement clement acting together it's going to be a whole gallon of weird that show is so good yeah, it is. And it is a whole gallon of weird. I'm going to revisit the whole thing sometime, I think. Or several liters if you're in the metric system. Yes. A whole a liter of weird. <laughs> um, I, don't want a, I don't want a liter of cola. <laughs> so it's... I hate that. I hate that. And I'm sure it's not exclusively just because EA owns maxis but it's such a microtransactions people hate ea ea <laughs> but they're still doing it like just yesterday or the day before they just released the new like paranormal stuff pack and that i played with the paranormal stuff pack that could be new no or maybe new. that was no okay never mind. what what might have been for the last for first sims 3 right kind of frustrating but that is what it is i knew that Honestly, that's why I hadn't bought it sooner. But they had, you know, a pretty good sale. So I got a bundle of like the deluxe version, which I think is just the regular version with a couple extra items, and the cats and dogs um expansion. 
I played with that for a while. Now I downloaded some mods, played with that. Then I bought another couple expansions because they were still on sale. And I was like, there needs to be more stuff. So they got <laughs> me, man. They got me. And even today, I'm like, I want to, I want this mod or this item, this like custom, like because people do release a lot of custom content, which you can download mm -hmm. for free, but and there are a lot of mods and it's actually super easy with the Sims. You just drop it in a folder and it's good to go. But a lot of it, there's so many expansions and stuff. Like you have to look at what each one requires because they have different dependencies on expansions. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was like, even today I was like, I kind of want to get this expansion because there's a lot of like mods and stuff that depend on it. So, and then I looked and it's like, nope. Half off sales over as of yesterday. I was like, ah, of course, just as well, just as well. Yeah. So whatever. I'm enjoying The Sims because it's The Sims, but it's totally such. They got me. One more turn. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours later. It's you know, dude. It is a time suck. And Melanie's right. I was talking to Melanie yesterday, and she's like, I don't know what to do. I could do this or this or this or maybe try The Sim or play The Sims. Blah blah blah. But she had said. Melanie, that you didn't want to jump into The Sims because then that's just where the whole day will go. Yeah. Then I'm like, then none of the things that I need to get done will get done still. And I'll just have spent all day on The Sims because I know that that's what happens. Oh, Savannah said they had ghosts in Sims 4 when she played on PC years ago. Um, yes. There are ghosts. Like you're, when The Sims die and stuff, the ghosts are there and they roam mm -hmm. around and haunt your plumbing and break it constantly, which is super annoying. And I'm like, mm, you're my first sim I made, but I kind of want to send you off into the ether, you know, forever because I'm tired of you breaking my shower. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but now, like, no, the stuff pack is like creepy items, which are just super colorful, kind of haunted house looking items. And mm -hmm. I think to hold seances now, it adds an activity for seances, stuff like that. Yeah. So... That's it. That's my Sims talk. I just uh, anybody who talks about you know who played The Sims, they are probably tired of hearing that complaint. But that is the complaint, and that's what literally kept me from buying the game for years. And finally, I was like, "So I if I had if I had the ability to make mods after you had a séance, those little creepy demons from the gate, yes, your Sims house. Oh, <laughs> that's something I want to revisit. You're." Your brother, I yeah, think it was Jacob, mm -hmm. posted about the gate. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gate is great. Maybe we'll do a gate episode. We should. We should. It's so bizarre. I because I, I would. It's got to be just as creepy as I remember it. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's totally normal. But I think the reason it was so creepy is just how nonchalant some of it was. It was like, oh my god, just like, oh, there's an eyeball in his hand. That, that that's and one then of the how things, he reacts to the eyeball in the hand. Like that's one of the things that stuck with me from when I was a kid, uh, because it's kind of hard. Well, it, okay, watching it now, it's probably not that hardcore. But as a kid, I remember it being like surprisingly hardcore and kind of, right? You know, it sells the horror harder than a lot of kids-oriented movies do, and it stuck with me forever. And I found, like Jacob that I tried to talk about that movie for years and nobody knew what it was. Nobody knew, had heard about it, but you know, yeah. it, it's the information age. So like everybody knows everything now, but 
yeah the gate it's great it's got what's his name steven D- dwarf Dwar- what's his name <laughs> i always want to say dwarf Born? The, the bad guy from the first blade yeah yeah it's got him when he's like i don't know 11 12 13 something like that mm-hmm. probably move into the movie talk mm-hmm. i can go first if you want mine's super short okay okay i watched um a nine minute short <laughs> called cat calls and cat. yes cat calls and um there's some guy driving down the car, sounding creepy, breathing, and doing what, I don't know, creepy guy things. And then he pulls up to some chicks on the street, and they're all, he's all like, hey, hey, can you help me? Can you give me directions? And they, like, come over, and like they're like, sure, and they, like, look in the window, and he's uh, doing inappropriate things. And then speeds off, and, you know, whatever. So then he's, he goes home, and gets out of his car and it, as he's he walks off the street you see a silhouette of a lady uh and then it morphs into a cat uh or a cat creature and then he goes home and he's inside and um somebody knocks at the door there's a girl at the door and she's asking for help and his wife is there or something and she He's he's like I'll go look for the phone and while he's in the other room I'm telling you the whole thing it's only nine minutes left so spoiler on this yeah spoiler on this while he's in the other room he hears a noise and then everything in the other room goes quiet so he comes back to look and there's a, the phone is on the floor and there's some blood there for some reason he hears a noise so he goes to the other way and the back door is open then he hears another noise and he goes that way and he looks and there's nothing and then something comes at him. And so he runs out and he gets to his car and he opens the door and then they're screaming and a blood squirt and then the cops show up and he's no more. And um, and then it shows the chicks that he had exposed himself to earlier walking down an alleyway and some dudes are like, hey, ladies, blah, blah, blah. And one of them like grabs at one of the girls and then they turn it at them and smile and that's the whole thing. Was it good? <laughs> yeah it was fun okay cool yeah I had actually come across this at some point too looking around on there and I don't remember why I didn't watch it it's nine minutes long by the way hello Jasper what's going on hello Jasper watching on Twitch Jasper had some big news today congratulations Mr. Jasper right congratulations yeah, congratulations Paul asked, does Christine count as an evil woman movie? No. It's a car, but it does identify as Christine, so... Mm-hmm. Does it really Or at know? least he identifies it as... Right. From a, as a female. Yeah. So I don't think that counts. <laughs> okay. They always want to blame women and boats. And, I mean, you know, I mean like... Cars women and, and boats. <laughs> <laughs> the death of me. New title of the episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, I'm saying cars and boats, whatever. They always want to blame them breaking down and then name them women like they're like it, whatever. So they'd it's, be like, oh, they the old B, the old B word. Yeah. Betsy. You know, all in transmitter. <laughs> women yeah. and boats. <laughs> women <laughs> and boats. <laughs> Savings and loan. 
You hold women in boats? So, uh, Melanie, you would actually, you'd watch the revenge movie you were talking about earlier. Yes. For this. And then you're like, well, that doesn't really count. So we'll, I'll watch this short. Yes. So I watched, I watched the one movie and then I had 15 minutes until eight o'clock. So I was like, what can I watch in 15 minutes? And that's why cat calls. So. Yeah, that was. So I'm thinking about getting rid of Shutter. <laughs> so Shutter has been like I, I appreciate Shutter, and it's one of the services that I've been paying for for not that long. But I'm like I don't use it that much. There's a couple interesting things, like particularly the documentaries on there about horror movie things, because that's the kind of crap I like to watch anyway. But I don't watch it all that often, and I'm like Netflix, HBO Max whatever else whatever else shutter and i'm like i so rarely watch shutter though mm -hmm. um, they don't even have phantasm anymore say do they add a lot of new content they change it often phantasm melanie that's such a good point like i was on the fence because they had phantasms all the phantasm movies except for two because that's never like whatever different distribution must own it and so i believe we'd mentioned before that Melanie and I have been watching the Phantasm movies. I've seen almost all of them. I actually haven't seen the the last one. Um, and Melanie hadn't seen them. So we've been slowly working our way through those. And we'd watched two, and then it was time to watch three. And I was like, oh, yeah, Shudder, okay. So let's go back onto Shudder. And like it, they, they were gone. And I was like, Boo. that was a straw. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's on, by the way, if you do want to watch the Phantasm movies. One through five, except for two, is on. I think it's on Amazon Prime now. Oh, you know those licenses—they just jump around between the services. It's get out your seat and jump around. Jump up, jump up, and get down. <laughs> we got weird energy. Weird energy. Yeah, we're sporadic in bursts here. Mm -hmm. Uh. Jesse, do you want to go next or do you want to go last? How you want to do this? I can. I can. Whatever. You know what? I'm curious what yours is. Yeah, you go next. All right. You go uh, so in the, like I was saying, it, you know, like in our chat, in our pre-episode uh, chat, in the least surprising pick of all time, Kiefer pick, Missy. I went with Missy. Because it's uh, like the straw that broke the camel's back on that choice was that it's the 50th anniversary of the master. Mm. And uh, surprise, surprise, I was listening to some big finish. They just put out a big finish uh, master box set that has like as many living masters as they could get. And uh, and of course, Missy's in it. And so like it's all these masters showing up to a party put on by the master and Missy comes in and she's not invited. So like to troll all the other masters, she comes in a ridiculous disguise with a ridiculous accent that any fool could see through immediately, which I just thought was hilarious because it's like, of course she would troll like an Anthony Ainsley master with like gratuitously ridiculous costumage. But mm -hmm. uh, so I thought, okay, well, since I don't have time to listen to like a five hour box set <laughs> for, for this episode, I'm going to go back to the big reveal of Missy in her first 
you know, like her the season of her first appearance uh, and watch Dark Water. That's mm-hmm. the only I only watched the first part. It's a two parter. Right? Yeah. Dark Water is the first part. It's the good part because Moffat hadn't learned how to stick the landing ever. He, no, he never did. <laughs> he never did. Nope. But this first episode starts so strong. It's so strong. All sorts of things that I forget. First of all, like I love Peter Capaldi and how he opened with his doctor, not knowing who he was and being super cold and just stating things matter of fact and using like, I don't know, like human uh, phrases that, uh, that like, like at one point he says, uh, he says, go to hell. And uh, Claire's like, that's fair. And he's like, no, we're going to hell. We're literally going to go to hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like confused by her reaction. Like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Because she's like ready to leave the TARDIS. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I, there's all sorts of things that I forgot about this episode, too. Like the way Danny Pink uh, is killed. Like I, right. I, when I think about Danny Pink and how he exits, I think mm-hmm. of what happens later. But right. like the way this episode opens with him, I mean, like spoilers, folks, if you haven't watched an episode from 2014, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, he dies like at the beginning of the episode. And just mm-hmm. matter of fact, um, it, like Clara even points out, it's like, no, it wasn't exciting at all. It was boring. He, di- yeah. he had a boring. Just, it just happened out of nowhere. Like just gets hit by a car. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's how the episode starts. And then Clara goes like all like super crazy conniving and and like it's gonna steal all the TARDIS keys and throw them into a volcano. Like mm-hmm. man, sometimes Moffat just hits it, he just brings it, right? And mm-hmm. then then this you know the second half happens. Yeah. And like I don't ever want to talk about that episode ever again. <laughs> but Dark Water was brilliant and it gave us Missy. And uh, the way that Missy comes onto the you know, like we'd get we'd been getting teases of Missy throughout that season, mm-hmm. but then this is where we finally like get a full episode of her interacting, and we get to find out who she is. And I think people had been guessing who Missy was all along, but even then, I was just like, nah, it couldn't possibly be the master, but it was. And uh, <laughs> the first thing she does is just plant one on Capaldi, and this is back when Capaldi can't even handle hugs, right? Right. So, uh, or his doctor can't even handle hugs and he has to be like, is it over? Like he asks Clara, he's like, is it over? and then the whole two hearts thing. And like, it's just awesome. Like, and from the moment we hear Michelle Gomez's voice, they do like a, a bad commercial for three W or whatever, the place where they're housing all these Cybermen, but we don't know they're Cybermen until the dark water drops, which was a great reveal for Cybermen. One of the best reveals for Cybermen in the modern era. And then they bollocks it up in the second episode. But again, Mm -hmm. we won't talk about that. Um, I don't know, like Missy, I love the master and I love how awful the master is portrayed sometimes. Like he's, He's so he's done so well and so poorly. Like I love uh-huh. the John Master. He can be hot garbage, uh-huh. but I lo- I kind of love him. You know, like mm-hmm. the sound of the drums. You know, the whole thing. He just gets like super out there. Uh, but Missy plays it. She just dances on that line effortlessly, and mm-hmm. she can just write stupid copy and pretend mm-hmm. she's a robot. And I'm just mesmerized. So yeah. when I think of you, know, like. 
peak villainesses. Um, man, she's so good at being evil. And yet I'm also like, I'm rooting for her at the same time. Mm-hmm. I feel like a good villain can almost have you cheering for them. Because sometimes a good villain, they'll write it to where like they're, they're not just evil. Like they have what they feel is a good goal or whatever, an honorable goal, or at least just a desire that they really want. And you can identify with it. And that's not necessarily the case with Missy with Missy. It's just, she's so fun to watch. And that's the other kind of like good villain is just like, they're just so entertaining. You want them to, you don't want them to be defeated just because it's like, and she is, she's great. She chews the scenery. Um, in a yeah. good way. In a, in, yeah, in a good way. And she, sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, you're right. She she just straddles the line just right to where mm-hmm. she's super over the top. And I think of like I think it's later episodes where she's talking about the Daleks or the dogs bollocks or whatever. It it like is tickling the do- little Daleks weird ball oh, thing on it. Just like is that the Davros episode. Yeah, like, I just, yeah. I almost weird. watched that one actually. Weird things, but you know, she's just all over the place, but reels it in, and the character feels like she's playing it up as opposed to the actress mm-hmm. feel like they're playing it up. And it that kind of in itself seems a combination of calculated, but also like the characters just having a good time. Mm-hmm. Whereas other portrayals that might get as over the top just feel like feel like they're playing it over the top, you know? Right. Yeah, I love Bissy as the master. And there's other masters that I like too, but I really like her. And and of course, yeah, it's but it's because she's fun and because whatever. But I think she was almost too good at it. And I know that they were using it to test the waters for making a female doctor. And I'm not trying to bag on Jodie Whittaker because I I think she's a great actress and I don't think she's had great writing done for her. But I think Missy being so great made it harder for Jody to do a good job as a female doctor because Missy killed it. You know what I mean? Well, tough act to follow. Absolutely. What popped in my head when Jesse mentioned attack or no, it was in not Jesse. You didn't mention it. It was in the, one of the comments. Somebody said something about attack eyebrows. Paul said attack eyebrows, which is something they reference. Uh, they make reference in the show to the Capaldi doctor with his, he's got the very serious eyebrows mm-hmm. and it's just like that put in my head. It's like, yeah, no, like each doctor has very distinguishable, certain traits, certain things, characteristics or quirks, or just things that are interesting. What's Jody Whitaker's the Jody Whitaker doctor. What she wears it? suspenders. Oh, uh. oh, <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess the fourth doctor has a scarf, but like the fourth doctor also has so many other things. He's, you know, he, he's. She says fam a lot. Oh yeah, she does. I guess that's it. Yeah. Most of the catchphrase that she's got. But, but she's a, she's a woman. I mean, you know, we, we have fur babies and stuff. So yeah, that's, that's when, you know. Woman like that's that's her fam. You my little, you know, my cute little humans. <laughs> that is interesting, isn't it? There's that domestic aspect to like the being the fam. Okay, mm-hmm. weird, I guess. 
Yeah. Well, I just always, I don't, I, I, you know, my whole thing with the doctor, I don't think it's too hard to have a meaningful relationship with something whose life is so much shorter than yours. Other than, you know, like, you know, kind of a pet relationship, but relationships are, are not a small thing, you know, but it's not same either. So that's how I feel about the doctor and her companions. She likes pets. This so touching on the last episode of Doctor Who that we watched. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a bit where Yasmin and uh, Captain Jack are having a little heart to heart and about you know how it's hard and whatever else. And she's like, well, how could she show me these things and then just leave and blah, blah, blah. And Captain Jack's like, yeah, I know. But then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, but also Captain Jack is immortal and a time traveler from the future and ran a like a supernatural, paranatural, extraterrestrial investigation agency and like yeah no he totally gets it Yaz he gets it sorry yeah but he did spend like hundreds of years waiting around pining for her too which most people don't have to do what else has he got to do (laughs) die a whole bunch blood uh, stop all death on earth (laughs) someday he gets to become a giant head he's got that to look forward to Maybe it's best that they never told him yeah. about him being the face of Bo or yeah. just about the face of Bo because on the one hand, I'd be like, you should probably tell him that. And then on the other hand, it's like, don't. Don't tell him yeah. that. I wouldn't yeah. want to know if I became the face of Bo. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if you just said, hey, you're going to be the face of Bo. He's like, yeah, I was already the face of Bo. You know? But don't yeah. tell him what that means. <laughs> right, right. If if people listening or watching at this point are not Doctor Who fans, we lost them so long ago. Yeah. We don't, they don't know what we're talking about. I noticed that our, our Facebook uh, views uh, dropped by two. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens so, when you, you talk about, listen, we, if we bring up one Doctor Who, we're bringing up all of Doctor Who. Why I should have went last. 50 plus... Yeah. 50 plus almost like almost 60 years of television shows and you know big finish audio dramas maybe comic books if we've been reading them it's all game yep that's what's kind of fun about doctor who though like are there other fandoms i feel like hardcore star wars fandoms are like that and probably why they got so angry when disney's like nope all that's out the window but I don't know. That feels somewhat unique, Doctor Who, to where canon canon doesn't mean anything. It's well, all I mean, like because there's so much material. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars has that, but I don't even think to the level, you know, because because mm-hmm. Doctor Who ran for so long. Yes, there was like a you know the decades that it was gone, but like it was still going on. Like Big Finish continued. Big Finish thrived during that time. Mm-hmm. They made more of that kind of expanded universe content during that time. And it just never stopped. I appreciate that there are at least a few, there probably more than a few doctors. Arguably, most doctors have far more adventures through Big Finish audio drama than they did in the original run. TV yeah. series. Sylvester, Sylvester McCoy and uh and Colin Baker have, you know, I mean, right. Man, 
what, how, how long ago did they quadruple their adventures right. via Big Bench? Paul says Disney dumping the, the extended universe was a dark day. Talking about Star Wars. That's fair. Maybe they were worried they were going to have to keep paying the people That's for the works that, that they had now we can just sell those books as legends and it'll be fine, right? I wonder what became of that. The hashtag Disney must pay. What a, what a, whatever we, what a raw deal. Like, how can a big company, I know they're a big company, so they're like, we do whatever we want. Buy these, buy the contracts, buy the rights in all the contracts and just buy everything and then be like, but we don't have to follow those contracts. We don't have to pay those people. We'll, we'll start, we'll keep selling those books, but we don't have to pay the royalties to the authors. How? Like, Whatever. Crazy. Pay, hashtag pay the writers. Yeah, exactly. wonder if that, it, what's become of that, if anything. Probably not. Probably nothing. I think, uh, I think I had a similar conversation with Daryl Skelton not too long ago, uh, where he was running to, into that issue with DC. So it's not just specific to Disney, Marvel, right? right? Like at a certain point, you know. They just they they want to change the contract or dump the contract entirely because it's under new management. Right. Um okay, so I guess I'll jump in. My pick was I didn't pick my pick. <laughs> Melanie picked my pick. I did. Um, and she was so nervous. She was so nervous because this is Melanie suggested a movie to me. And I don't remember what put this in your head in the first place. Really, it was because we had been talking about Wonder Woman 84. And I was like, here is a movie that is PG, not just PG 13, PG. It's a superhero movie. The, the, the main character, the main bad guy is a villain, but not the main character. But it does women well. And it's entertaining. And it still holds up after, what is it, like 15 years? It's a, it's a freaking good movie that's superior to Wonder Woman 84, in my opinion, and it's a, chi- a children's movie. Okay, so I had never seen this, and I was on the, she kept mentioning it, and I was on the fence, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know, and then I watched a trailer, and I was like, I don't know what it was about the trailer, but I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a try. Uh, I watched Sky High from 2005. Oh, I'd never seen it, <laughs> and uh, it's a Disney-produced teen comedy. Not like, not like you know, older teen, you know, younger kid teen comedy superhero movie about basically there are superheroes. Their children usually have superpowers, so they get they when. They go to high school. They go to the Sky High, which is a superhero high school in the sky. Paul says, yes. So you guys know this stuff. I didn't. I I mean, mm-hmm. I'd never seen it. Dude, this is actually d- totally good. I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with Melanie. I think it's better than Wonder Woman. <laughs> that, yeah, that's hard to argue. It's. I mean, initially, like, I think the look of it. I was kind of put off by because it's still got like, it's obviously the Disney kind of kids movie. Paul said, and sidekicks. Yes. yes. Um, 
the suits like it's it's 2005 so it's after the first couple of x-men movies superhero movies are becoming a thing but it's before like disney bought marvel and the marvel thing like budgets went crazy and it's obviously also still like for kids for teens younger teens whatever it's good the cast the cast kind of helps it's got kurt russell as you can see there got bruce campbell bruce campbell Mm-hmm. Linda Carter, yeah, that's that's as Melanie said, that's the connection. But basically, set in a world where superheroes are common, commonly known and accepted, young Will Stronghold, the son of the of the commander and Jetstream, tries to find a balance between being a normal teenager and an extra nor extraordinary being. I I and I'm gonna kind of do some spoilers here. I kind of wish the trailer hadn't have given some stuff away because a big part of the movie plays like he's not going to get powers. And so it plays like that. And, and he gets assigned, you're either assigned as a hero or a sidekick and the sidekicks are like complete losers. And I, I, I enjoyed when he finally had to tell his dad that he, cause he's hanging out with a bunch of sidekicks at his house. Like they're having a study group and he's like, Good for you for hanging out with the sidekicks, you know, like real pat- pat- patronizing. But I appreciated when he had to be like, they're all sidekicks because in there, because I'm a sidekick. And he like come out to his dad as a sidekick. And I was like, that for some reason feels like it works better than uh, X Men 2's Iceman or whoever it was coming out to his parents that he was a mutant and they're like, well, have you tried not being a mutant? You know, I feel like it's a similar gag, but done better. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the thing. Like I, I, Melanie and I, I talked about it quite a bit after we watched it. It was just last night. I think what makes this movie work is the jokes are pretty good. It feels like people are having fun. And also I'm, I'm assuming the director was actually invested it felt like a fun project that people who were working on it were actually like, okay, yeah, let's do this instead of just like a jobber. Let's just hammer this out because product. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could be totally wrong about that, but that's the way it seems to me. There's and, not, I mean, like there's a lot, a lot of people love this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd, I'd say it's probably, you're probably hard pressed to find people that are just like, oh, I just hate that movie. It was garbage. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever met a person that's like that sky high movie was trash. I just never seen it. It And I mean, looking at the cover, I probably wouldn't have ever watched it on my own. Mm-hmm. It's just not my like, whatever. It just doesn't, it's not made to appeal to me. Right. It would be well, about, but it know, does. it would be a few more years before they started making superhero movies that, look like they were made to appeal to me but no you're right it did appeal to me it's good yeah i told him i was telling him before and it kind of blew my mind that he hasn't seen it just because i i've spent a lot of my life with kids or around kids or whatever and at, at certain points you know you have you end up watching if you're around kids a lot you end up watching the same movies over and over and over and over and it they would want to watch a movie and the two movies that i would ever pick would be Let's watch Incredibles or let's watch Sky High because I can watch both of them all day long. No, I, I take that back. They still get annoying, but less than so than like 
God, like cars or even something good like Finding Nemo. Eventually, you're just like somebody shoot Dory. I mean, not not really, but you know. Yeah, I get it. Keep on swimming, whatever. Yeah. Points out in a pre-flash, Daniel Panabaker, um, who it took me forever to figure out what her character's name in Flash was because that is what her name is. Exactly. Um, Caitlin. Caitlin in Flash. And, oh, I should be sharing the screen here. And to be honest, like when it started, that was kind of a big plus for me. I was like, oh, hey. Yeah. Whoa, is that that been crazy? What? The, the, oh. the, yeah. The kid in that. Yeah, I, I <laughs> have seen him in other things. I was like, I don't know that I've ever seen him in anything else, but now that I see him with a little bit of of uh, stubble, yeah, I have seen him other in other stuff. Oh, was he the kid in the Forbidden, Forbidden Kingdom? That was a disappointment. I don't know if I watched that. Yes. Like the monkey, <sighs> Who monkey king. Jet Li and uh, Jackie Chan. Yeah, right? should have been incredible. Should have been amazing. I own it, but it's not like it's yeah. so Americanized. Sixty-five percent is kind of generous. It's so it's so Americanized because it's like, well, we can't just have the story where it's kind of the uh, martial arts fantasy. It's got to be like this kid, an American teenager, gets zapped into this fantasy land. It's like, no, we don't need that though. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um. This this was more genuine than the Forbidden Kingdom. No, that genuine. Yes. Uh, Paul also said, talking with her, she said that the cast did have a blast with mm-hmm. Caitlin, which is not her actual name, but that is what her name is to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure actors love it when people do yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only the only criticism really that you gave was that you don't like the guy from Super Troopers. Um, no. Just because I'm, I'm apparently a weirdo and I hate that movie. I hate <laughs> it. You are a weirdo. I don't know why. And it's got how. Favre or whatever. It's French for give me an effing cola. <laughs> okay. But um, no, you're right. And also I feel like the end, the very end, after the like actual like conflict resolution, the very end is super cheesy, but whatever. It's going to be cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell when it sw- slips into like teenage uh, romance drama mode because it's like, you know, amusing scene. Kurt Russell is, a, I love Kurt Russell in this actually. Like he's yeah. so good. It's so, he's so fun. And it this just seems like the movie, um, the kind of movie that somebody like Kurt Russell in it you know, going for full circle, coming back to his Disney roots, apparently would just be like a paycheck or just, you know, there he's not, he's so good. You don't like Farva. I don't. (laughs) Um, Paul says best line. I'm not wonder woman. You know, of course they had to do Linda Carter in there. They had to do a little nod. Uh, So what did you think of the female villain? So the female villain, is actually I don't I don't know if I want to spoil it. I knew going in there was a female villain, obviously because Melanie's like female villain. I well, it seems like everybody's seen this, so I will talk spoilers. So I was under the assumption because I knew the connection to Wonder Woman was Linda Linda Carter was in this as like the whatever principal of the school. 
and I knew it had a female villain. So I was like, oh, is she the female villain? I, I was assuming it was that. And that's not the case. It is this. I don't see her. No, weird. It's like a major character in this. And she was in a bunch of stuff around that time period. It's this chick, this American Pie looking chick. I know she was, I don't think she was an American Pie, but she was in movies around that time she period. She looks like Zoe Deschanel in that picture right there. She, she does. How is she not going to like get top build cast list on here? <laughs> Am I Kelly just... Preston. I'm just looking through a list of names now. Oh, oh, that was Jim Rash. I know Jim Rash. Yeah. You couldn't tell that that was him? No, I just didn't connect him to community. Cloris Leachman has like one scene, but her she chews it up. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Anyway, her as a villain, it's super interesting because I actually like the concept because she is not a villain their age technically. She was an old villain that her dad had. It plants the seeds for like, oh, it's it was her mom or her dad was put away or mm-hmm. killed by Kurt Russell. So that's right. the thing. And they do have another character whose dad had been put away by Kurt Russell. So like he had beef with the kid, but it turns out it's not, it's the same person just de-aged. And I actually like, it's such a cheesy, like sci-fi superhero premise, but I liked how they did that, how they set it up. So I was surprised by the twist there. The, that mm-hmm. twist actually did kind of surprise me. Everything else though is pretty predictable once it's when shit's going. It's like, oh, I was figuring she was like a mole or something. Like it's pretty obvious that she's not on the level. Yeah. Her as a villain, I don't know. I guess it's interesting because she doesn't spend most of the movie being very villainous, but if you cast her as a villain, it is kind of against casting, against type. Because I just picture her as I know she was in, I don't know, some horror movies around the time. She's just very much the like the doe-eyed, like innocent girl like huh she does get a little mean girl in this for sure Mm -hmm. and then once she goes villain we don't really see her too much she does have villain monologue and she does it pretty well one of the things that i really liked about this when i watched it before was that if you hadn't known it was a female villain i don't think you would have thought so and they like they really do a good job of totally hiding that i think i mean like yeah you know she's involved but i don't think you would think that she's the big bad Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. Right. Right. And uh, she's in a lot of stuff. I mean, like Scott Pilgrim and Death Proof. Death Proof. That's the other one. That's why I think I picture her as like, she's always like the doe eyed Mm -hmm. Uh, girl because she plays the cheerleader who's like not Mm -hmm. into the car stuff, not into the stunts. She's just along for the ride, really. Mm -hmm. There. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she's a tons of stuff. Wait, that was her in 10 Cloverfield Lane? Oh, interesting. Okay, well, there you go. Who was she in Birds of Prey? Oh, really? Huntress? Okay, wow. I guess you just you just don't notice her. She seems very different now. She, uh, she must have been actually pretty young in those earlier movies. I think they all were. I mean, they were supposed to be 14. I'm guessing they were maybe not exactly 14, but they were all pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, Paul even says she was in birds of prey. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I feel like she's lost her baby fat or whatever her face. <laughs> is. I don't know how else to say it. because she's, 
not like chubby, but she had a more roundy face and like Huntress <laughs> has a longer face, right? And that's just she's whatever, she's older, her cheeks, she's got more adult woman cheeks now. Baby yes. fat, right? I don't know. No, yeah, you're right. It's just <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, it's just funny. I, I appreciate also that it it really like leans into the fifties ridiculous oh, sci-fi yeah. st- stuff. You've got a very brainiac teacher guy. You got your death rays and your lasers and like whatever. They're different things. Yeah. So is why is this better than Wonder Woman? <laughs> and um, I think it's because it does feel authentic. It feels genuine. And it's not trying to, there's no message. It's just fun. It's not, you know, fun. You got your kind of typical, like, coming of age story grafted on there. But there's mm-hmm. no bigger message. It's just doing what it's doing. And it's enjoying itself. As opposed mm-hmm. to something like Wonder Woman, where it wants to just do what it's doing and enjoy itself. But also say this message. But also, like, feel very, it just feels very not genuine doing it. So that's why mm-hmm. it's better. Yeah. It, and, and women in this are intelligent and powerful and they don't need to learn a lesson necessarily or have to overcome men to be that way. They just are. And I appreciate that. Glad you brought that up actually, because I was reading about whoever wrote this and it was written by a guy ages ago. And then they, they had, two creators of Kim Possible do some rewrites. They basically rewrote the beginning and the end. And then they also like intentionally hired comedians for the supporting cast to kind of like round that the comedy and stuff out. But apparently like one of kind of their goal or like the way they went about it is one that the adults are all insane. So they're all caricatures and two, and maybe this, this might be offensive to some guys, I guess, the women care the female characters are all written to be smarter than the men and watching it it doesn't feel like they're smarter than the men but they are definitely more assertive smarter and more assertive than the men and that comes across in a way that hadn't really occurred to me until after like i had read that and i was like you know what yeah the women are handled really well a lot of times like the main character is just kind of aloof and the other guy isn't bad they don't seem dumb but they're just like oh okay yeah okay let's do that so it's the idea of handling women characters well, but not being like, yay, women. It's just organic. It's just the yeah. way it is. It's just the yeah. story. It never, ever brings that to your attention. And if, you know, I hadn't read that about the way they went about writing the characters, I wouldn't even thought about it. Just like, oh, yeah, no, the women have. <sighs> the women are the proactive ones, um, mm-hmm. but the guys are also there, too. It's not like. Right. It just handles that very well without mm-hmm. needing to be like, we're handling this very well. <laughs> Did you notice how well we're handling it? Look at all the female characters in the school are right there together. Hey, you're handling this really well. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it just does it. It's just like, no, this is just, this is it. This is the story. These are the characters. Yeah, great. Yeah, you're welcome. Like, I'm surprised, first of all, that this was your <laughs> this was your pick because I thought, um, let's see, if I had to guess, uh, Randy's going to use this as an ex- excuse to watch The Exorcist this year. Oh God, 
Oh, that would have been a good one too. Uh, you know, you wouldn't have even had to do a rewatch if you were going to do. Um, is it is it Pamela Voorhees? Oh yeah, Friday the third. Yeah, yeah, Friday the thirteenth. So like those are the two. Is like he wouldn't even need to do a rewatch, but he probably would. I almost wanted to do Ragnarok, but I'm like, we just watched Ragnarok. Oh yeah, last right. month. So I probably shouldn't. But she is so cool. She's like, Aku. She's like female Aku, and that's just so cool. You're kind of right. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the headgear and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought about um, Jessica Lang in American Horror Story, like just mm-hmm. Jessica Lang, because I love because she's kind of like. Uh, She's like Michelle Gomez in that she can kind of just come in and chew scenery. And and even in some of those crap seasons of, of American Horror Story, she can be like one of the best parts of it. Mm-hmm. So what makes a little like just as like a roundup, like what what makes a good female villain then? I'll tell you what, when Melanie pitched this idea, this definitely wasn't the collection of female villains I expected for sure. Missy is not unexpected and is a good, I feel like, pick for a female villain that can be, you know, really discussed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sky High, I think, is a great pick because I didn't pick it. And uh, Melanie, God, Melanie was so worried that I was not going to like the movie. Um, (laughs) But I was so pleasantly surprised by it. But I like the concept behind the female villain in this. There's just not like much, you know, the characters aren't super deep. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and Melanie, what about, what about your villains? My villains are like shadow people. You barely see. So I don't know that they count. Uh, uh, honestly, I, villain, but... I think the, the villain is, is more the idea of, you know what? What was that other movie that I watched last time? A promising young woman, or whatever that one. Right. That is kind of the same idea, only way better. And of course, it's not only nine minutes long. Um, but I think that's it's it's less like a villain necessarily than like fear of retribution for doing something inappropriate. That doesn't even necessarily have to be something criminal, but you know. But what's more that than anything? One thing that's interesting, looking through Shutter for something before Melanie recommended Sky High, and then also today Melanie um, was looking for something because she didn't. She wanted Sky High just to be my pick. She's like, "I'm not. No, that's just your pick. I'm going to watch something else." It's like, okay. And I was looking through Shutter, looking for something that's like evil women or you know whatever villain women. And I'm sure there's lots that just don't point out evil women, but so many of the movies that, that I come across while looking for this stuff for this theme specifically are less evil women and more just revenge women. Yeah. Women who have been wronged, yeah. mm-hmm. assaulted. God, so many are just women who have been assaulted in some way, usually the mm-hmm. worst and yeah. then revenge. And that's, yeah. that's the woman centric horror movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's kind of a bummer. I, I guess. thought about like I thought about doing the babysitter, but I feel like we've talked about the babysitter a lot. Mm-hmm. And then the other one that came to mind was like Jennifer's Body. I've never seen it. I've heard it's okay. That was one I was but... contemplating too. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. I was. But it I, felt a little obvious. I don't know. I was hoping to. Nose, I, I wanted to find something 
good. That was like a like high tension. I know I always talk about that one too, but that was good. It's good and surprising, and and scary. It had a really scary chick to me, and that's another thing that I dislike. Maybe a little bit about female villains, although I did it because male villains that are suave are kind of fun, more fun, and and, and you want to watch them more. But it always seems like female villains have to, to be like the big whatever. It's like they're like the evil queen, you know? They're always wearing all this makeup and all this, you know, crazy clothes and their hair's wackadoo and they're like, oh, I'm going to, you know, poison everybody and the, make them be- big craziness. Either that or it's like, like Randy said, somebody that's been damaged and is fighting back for themselves. Selena Kyle, Carrie. Yeah. They don't make them a villain. That doesn't make them a villain to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're almost more of a victim that just broke. Right. right. So, and I'm like, why can't there just be a normal evil person? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I mean, I'm sure there are in the world. I, I guess maybe I could watch Monster, but I'm interested to see what you guys will think of Tori. Tori with a Y in season two of Cobra Kai, because she's a pretty fun villain. Eventually. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's Paul. a Cobra guy, so. Paul had said Carrie, Normie turned villain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Carrie is interesting because it is that. Uh, Carrie, to me, seems, even after she, she's murdered. Like Carrie's mom is more the villain in that right. movie for me. but Carrie still seems sympathetic to me, even after she's murdered everybody in the school. It, <laughs> at, least in the, right. at least in the 70s, Carrie. Because, okay, she went overboard. But it's like, I get it. I get it. They pushed her pretty hard, man. And I'm not saying I'm listen, I'm not saying like that's not a defense of school shooters no, or anything like no, that. No, 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 But no. in the context of Carrie, the supernatural horror movie, mm-hmm. um that never happened in real life. Yeah. I get it. She targets, she just kind of snaps and targets everybody. But the rage carry too, you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. I feel less sympathetic for her, oh. the character in that. It, she's mm-hmm. not Harry. She's another one. Yeah. Not a good movie. But a dude gets his 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 nards shot off with a harpoon gun at the end, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know that that dude did, did anything to deserve that. Maybe he did. I don't remember which character it was, but I was like, that's pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, it's hard to buy me back sympathy after that. <laughs> Sorry about uh, Paul's comment. Um yeah. <laughs> Rallying cry for everyone that's been bullied. It's a feel good movie. So what's our villain for next week? Paul said so so next week is strong female female lead. So we already did that last week. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we ragged so hard on Wonder Woman. I so I did do like a light edit on that last episode that went up. So yeah. if you should if you haven't listened to the last episode, watcher, viewer, or listener. You should. You should. Melanie went on a very healthy, yeah, sorry, healthy rant. Uh, she was feeling it. She was much more angry than I had expected talking about that. But I think it's it was a pretty fun episode. Mm-hmm. Worth worth your visit. And I've trimmed it. I've cleaned it up a bit, so it's a little easier to. What listen was to. that? Uh, like, if you're also digging into our archives and you want more like villain talk. What was that movie where it's like there's super talented violinist? It was a Netflix uh, homework. Right, right. 
What did we? Oh, do? Uh, the perfection. Love the perfection. Is that what you're talking about? Perfection. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. We did that on a ninth too, didn't we? Mm-hmm. It was either a ninth or it was a night or a uh, lunchbox. I think. Yeah, it, it was super early. It might have been on lunchbox still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recommend that too. But that again is another one where. Well, I guess maybe it depends on which section you're in. Right. Like, um, like I wouldn't necessarily say it's always uh, a villain kind of thing, mm-hmm. but there's some twists and turns that yeah. bring it more into like the villain, the, the premeditated mm-hmm. kind of realm. This right. might even, okay. Yeah. This might even be, this is, I think from before we started putting all of the live episodes on the regular podcast feed, but you can go to uh to find it. It is the Grolix lunchbox for June 26th. 2019 it doesn't even have like a special title so yeah oh wow um perfection perfection yep Mm -hmm. yeah you can also search oh maybe i don't have the movie info yeah that was pretty early june 26 2019 yeah that was a lunchbox because it was from uh like 1 p.m 2 p.m something like that (sighs) what else i think that's really all i got yeah. Oh no, it's not. Oh, not. I forgot. Oh, what could possibly happen now? <laughs> I almost forgot. Just because, like, listen, New Year, same mm. old stuff. We're looking forward. Back Savannah. <laughs> she was silent in the chat for so long. I mean, that like broke her silence. <laughs> it's back. It's back. I actually lost the story. Where to go? Hold on. <laughs> oh no! Oh, is it? So, so listen. From these past several weeks, there have been lots of Snyder Cut Justice League news, and we've skipped most of them. Um, currently the last couple days today, yesterday, there's been a bunch of stories about Ray Fisher. He's been removed from the flash. I'm not trash talking Ray Fisher because if he was, if he and other people were not treated well, good on him for Mm -hmm. risking his career and like speaking out. Mm -hmm. That's not the story we're going to get into because that might actually be news. Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) But also, when you straight up trash talk the company's president, what do you think is going to happen, dude? Not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying, uh, duh. Yeah. Although, it's, it would have really been a good move, I think, for Warner Brothers to not do that because that does still look petty. It's like good PR. Don't fire the dude off the upcoming projects you had him scheduled for. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's not the story we're doing. That's not the story we're doing. Oh, Paul. <laughs> Paul, dude, you know. <laughs> Paul says, tell me the big story isn't Martian Manhunter. Paul, the big story is our favorite kind of story to do about the Snyder Watch. It really is. Cut. 
as in totally useless story. Yeah. <laughs> so breaking from a couple days ago, kind of Harry Lennox reveals he is Martian Manhunter in Zack Snyder's Justice League. What? I'm blown. <laughs> we had no idea. And if we did, we certainly didn't have no idea before Batman v Superman was even made and released. Huh. It seems like news that that actor, that character was actually Martian Manhunter might have dropped around the time. Oh, I don't know. After just after Man of Steel came out years and years ago, we know not only did we know at that point, We've known since before Snyder Cut was like properly announced when Zack Snyder released storyboards of him. It's like Martian Manhunter. And it's that character. And it's like, well, yeah, we know, Zack. And now we know again. We just keep but learning. It's confirmed now. So. <laughs> confirmed again. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure the story ran three months ago, too. Like, I, it's. Well. It's at least we know now. Now though, that they didn't hire somebody else to come in and record new parts for the Snyder cut of an old movie. Right, right. So we, I was kind of not gonna do because we're not doing react at the news to keep mm-hmm. the episode shorter. Um, and I was like, ah, we don't need to do Snyder cut. And I was like, but I mean let's let's search something up and then i see that and i was like we're doing it we are doing it that is such a pointless <laughs> Paul calls it from the chat yes you do paul you do which confirms <laughs> these are the kind of hard-hitting late-breaking stories that paul wants us to keep doing for snyder watch <laughs> yes i mean yeah confirmed <laughs> you just confirmed yeah i was on the, i was on the fence i was like you know 2021 we're looking forward. Maybe we don't need more Snyder Watch. Nope. We're going to look forward at Snyder Watch. Yeah, yeah. You got to have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. See this? We knew. It had been rumored. <laughs> this is Man of Steel. When did when did Man of Steel come out? <laughs> 2013. 2013. Yeah. Older than Missy. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I could help facepalm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, okay. Th- that was a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. And it was. Mm-hmm. WandaVision. When is that happening? It's supposed to be coming out soon, right? Yeah. I'm very curious about what that show is going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not anticipating anything as great as the vision that crazy vision series right like mini series or whatever it was that um did you did you ever finish that oh that's so good front to back it was it was a good run uh audio listeners in the future if you're wondering like what wandavision why uh the article we had pulled up on the side there was a thing about wonder vision wanda wanda vision i said wonder huh yeah you did is wonder man in that i heard rumblings that maybe i think i I know they're all gonna eat wonder toast 
Ooh. Wonder Bread. Mm. Wonder Bread. I can't even get that right. I can't even make the. <laughs> if you toast the Wonder Bread, it's Wonder Toast. I, I knew where you were going. Right. <sighs> hey, Melanie. Yes. What should we be amazed about? Zombie Star. Zombie um, Star? Star. Okay, oh, thank God. Whoa, that's. I thought you were like Zombie Sars. No, zombie stars. Uh, the they uh, were looking up in the sky with their telescopes, and uh, two. Um, what do you call those things. Hold on, let me look. Paul, you're looking. Paul had said about the story we had just done. This is tantamount to Loki will be the in the Loki series, right? He's got a name. It's Tom it's, Hiddleston. It's Loki. Loki. Or yeah, it's Loki. High Rise Guy. Anybody see that movie? It was weird. <laughs> is that only Lovers Left Alive? You've seen that? That's Tom Hiddleston as a vampire and Tilda Swinton as a vampire, both MCU alum. Tilda Swinton, and by the way, Melanie mentioned uh, Thor Ragnarok villain. What's her name? Starts with C. The character, the actress. Oh, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. We decided because a while ago we watched the uh Massive Attack. What? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like the Massive Attack video. <laughs> well, we do. We do every six months or so we watch that Massive Attack video with the lady dancing in the in the subway. But God, what is my mind is mush today. The I the remake of the Italian movie. Suspiria, yes. It's got Tilda Swinton, and we're like, I think Tilda Swinton and Kate Blanchett are the same person. I'm like the same person because they both like to play movies where they play multiple roles, and they like to play movies where they play the complete like they'll play a man or they'll play this or they'll play a ancient, ancient Asian, uh, you know, whatever. Like yeah, they yeah. like they're kind of pretentious in the roles that they pick. Because if you didn't know, if you haven't watched the Suspiria remake, uh, Tilda Swinton plays a character in there, regular woman character. She also plays an old man character who's like in through the whole thing. Real weird. I kind of wish I didn't know because I'm, if I would have, it's pretty good makeup, but knowing I could kind of tell. Anyway, so we were talking about how, so which one is the real them? Because I think. Kate Blanch, I think Tilda Swinton is Kate Blanchett, or the other way around, and they've just been playing like that's the ultimate like role within a role. Uh, yeah, I think that's the same like, she's Andy Ka Andy Kaufman in us. She's <laughs> oh, she's, like, she's, she's Andy funny. Kaufman. Oh he man, he didn't die. <laughs> I'm blown. And she's also Jim Carrey. Yeah, and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He likes to play movies where, right? Yeah, every in the movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going on. So, zombie stars are, or these zombie found a zombie star, which was two white dwarf stars, which are like the cores basically of stars as they're dying. And these two, or I should say, one of the stars slammed into the other one and gave it enough fuel so that it like flared up. But now it's 
it's like burning up and creating heavy heavy metals and it's giving off this like thick green color and it's like huge so these two dead basically stars merge together to become one big weird giant like undead star and it's kind of awesome oh like in true zombie form it's consuming other stars yeah yeah okay zombie zombie star is pretty cool is that how is that how like the marvel zombies and all that is that how that starts zombie stars yeah and then when it when it starts to die and it doesn't have any stars by it it turns into a comet and flies by and then the gases no (laughs) yeah that's not living dead right there yeah yeah other zombie news just just uh because it made me think of it pete mitchell we've had on the show twice and we've uh-huh. mentioned him a few times. He just put out like a like a newsletter or whatever, email, his email thing. He he used machine learning to teach like AI to to have a computer like draw his zombies because he he like draws all sorts of zombies and mm-hmm. paints zombies and stuff. And uh, so he used AI to create some zombie pictures, and they're crazy and yeah, kind of awesome. So. I had seen some tweets of his, uh, or a tweet of his, I don't know how far into the process he was, but he was basically, yeah, he was training a machine learning program or whatever service to learn his style. Right. So yeah, it's machine learning interpretation of his style. I haven't seen the zombie stuff, so I'll have to look. Yeah, like some of them look like other zombies that he's done. It's almost like if you had distressed one of his paintings or something, so like parts were missing. But uh, then there's other ones where it's like kind of like faces twisted into other faces. And it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. He does interesting stuff He uh, all the time. He's put so much. I don't know how he does it. How does he have time to do it? Like he has, he'll, he'll, I'll watch a video where he's like, oh, I got this new uh, plugin. It just makes a weird thing. And now I'm going to make a little like three minute long song. And right. with this weird sounding plugin, uh, audio plugin. And I was like, that's awesome, man. I would listen to like a whole album of that that yeah. sound right there. Um, and then, yeah, and then he's like, machine learning in my style, zombies. <laughs> and you know, here's, a, here's a music video of me in the desert. You know, just everything. All right. The- yeah, then, yeah, then he'll do a drone footage video or... Right, yeah. right. He's a cool guy. I like him. Yeah, check uh, him out, dospd.com. I think it's maybe him and Elon Musk are like bring children in their sleep. Right. He's like, <laughs> there's like somebody's doing like experiments on personalities and stuff. And like, there are two versions, two different versions. He's like, well, we're going to channel like the interesting creativity over to, uh, over to Pete and like the weird, like entrepreneurial world. <laughs> well, that, well no i mean like pete's got a lot of that hustle too but like yeah he must. how else does he have People time like money to up financial guru yeah pete's not as pete's not weird like pete's down to earth though elon musk is on mars already right. <laughs> a, i know he wants to go die on mars he's already there <laughs> I've edited a couple episodes. I, I can't. I, I don't think I could talk about what they are, but I've edited podcast episodes that are interviews with his mom. Like at least, I've edited her Elon on like Musk's mom. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like on two or three other podcasts, I've edited her on multiple shows. Does a lot. Of, she gets around 
uh, she does a lot of interviews and stuff. She was a model when she was younger, but she's kind of yeah, she's very active. She's kind of a celebrity of her own in her own right. Kind of that sounds very demeaning. She is. She's a strange lady too. Pretty interesting though. Do you know what else is strange? Who? Us. You. <laughs> stranger. That's true. Do you, were you going to say, do you know? Yeah, no, no. Paul, I, Paul, I was going there and I tried to course correct. And that's not. <laughs> I almost called you on it, but I thought, ah, oh, he's going. He's leaving that in the dust. I'll I was trying going. not to. That wasn't my goal. Let's try not to anger the richest man on the planet right now. Yeah, don't do listen. <laughs> no kidding. Elon Musk just became the richest man. He surpassed. Bezos, wow. let's not let's not make fun of. Uh, not that we're making fun of her, but let's not make jokes about his mom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> his music, on the other hand, have you heard his music? He released a track a while back. It no. sucked. It was not good. He is not Pete Mitchell. Pete Mitchell got that. <laughs> got the good musical just, stuff. In the don't experiment. anger the richest man on the planet. His music is awful. It sucks. <laughs> no, it's just like he released something, and I know like story bunch of things were like oh he just dropped a track is it fire it wasn't it was uh it was very just bland stereotypical like euro techno beat i guess it was it was whatever good on i like i was like elon Musk. T- elon tusk makes music musk Kevin <laughs> <laughs> smith movie but now i want to see that mashup <laughs> elon it's- tusk I'm done. Uh, I've got nothing coming up. I'm not sure what we're going to do next week. Melanie got yeah. me in the mindset to read a bunch of uh, uh, Invincible because Sky High is very much like Invisible. Invincible. Maybe we'll start revisiting Invincible. I don't know, but I don't know what we're doing next week. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I need to stop. We'll let you know when we know. What do you guys? You guys got anything to end this on? You got anything? I uh, I'm actually yeah. going to be recording an episode with uh, Lee Searcy of Covert Nerd. We're uh, we're going to talk about Cobra Kai. That's real weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh, I did an episode with them. Jeez, two years ago. That's how long I had to wait for season three. All y'all who are complaining that you have to wait a whole year for season four. Yeah, so we're finally going to revisit uh, Cobra Kai and Karate Kid universe over on the Covert Nerd for season three talk. So I don't know when that will come out, but we'll let you know. God, when we did, we did, we had uh, Dustin Smothers on to talk about season one. That was literal years ago. Years ago. That reminds me, we've we've got anniversary coming up. We got anniversary garlics coming up. Anniversary of episode 100 or... <laughs> we surpassed the anniversary of what we're going to start celebrating that one too. We were like, this is Dude. our 100-versary. <laughs> the episode 100 pre show was over a year ago. Easy. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know what I happened. Mean, I get it. I don't know what happened. I'm working feel, on it. <laughs> I feel like I, I don't know what happened. I feel like that episode got lost in time. Or something. It's possible. <laughs> I wonder who could be behind removing that episode, the evidence of that episode from the there time. was a bunch of weird messages and stuff on the on the Facebook page and stuff around who that time period. Could possibly benefit from removing all evidence 
Hashtag, um, hashtag release the 100 cut. <laughs> 100 watch. <laughs> That's how we're going to generate hype. Yep. All right. That's all I got. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. First, thanks. Thanks, co-hosts. Thank you. It's yeah. great. It, it was a fun time. It was a, it was a mess. You guys did good, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, we can't have big energy every episode, okay? No. <laughs> 2020 was the hottest year. It surpassed 2016, which was previously the hardest, hottest recorded year. So. It was also the year that the Earth won the fastest that we know of. The Earth spun the fastest that we've ever recorded last year. Also, sweet, we're getting hotter and we're going faster. Yep. <laughs> what could go wrong? Even the Earth was like, "No, we're getting out of it." You know, when <laughs> engines run really hot and they go too fast, <laughs> great things happen. Yep. <laughs> we're on fumes, everybody. That's all we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Earth is well. If you got things you want to experience with this life, you better do them soon. <laughs> they refuse to do the oil change. So <laughs> right. literally steal the oil out of the engine. That's why you gotta leave it in there. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. There's our political for this episode. We did it. Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast live show. Be sure to check out our weekly live streams available at grolixpodcast.com slash live. Currently, we stream Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For links, once again, go to grolixpodcast.com slash live. I'm sorry. I don't know why I got so irritated. I was like, listen, Brandy hasn't gotten us. I'm, I'm t- I already told you guys. I'm just going to tell the listeners and the viewers. Brandy didn't get enough sleep, all right? Mm-hmm. Get off my case. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It just I felt very like teenage when I said get off my case. So <sighs> my mom's a lovely lady. She hasn't yelled at me in years. Yes.